0: communication social media promotion and business leadership let's do it this is the author to authority podcast and now your host the extraordinary word ninja kim thompson pinder
1: Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today I'm excited to have Kendra Corman here. And one of the reasons why I'm excited is this is a topic we've not really talked about on the Author to Authority podcast. And that is creating that lead magnet that your audience will love. And so many times we focus on the big product, you know, the course, your big service, whatever. But it's the little things that your lead magnet that really get people sort of into your marketing or sales funnels. So Kendra, I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Now, Kendra has more than 15 years of marketing experience working with one of the top brands in the world, all the way down to solopreneurs that are just starting out. Her passion is making sure that marketing expertise is affordable and accessible to all businesses. She loves teaching people how to grow their email list and add value to their audiences. She's addicted to learning and sharing her knowledge. Hey, again, amen there, because I'm the same way. She has an MBA from Michigan State and a Master of Accounting from Oakland University. So, Kendra, so glad to have you here. Thank you again.
2: I'm super excited to be here.
1: So, Kendra, as we get started, um, this is your first time on the show, so I'd love you to take a little bit of time and just share your story with us. You know, how did you get to where you are now? Because you know, sometimes we look at people, you know, who are in your position, and you're, well, you know, she had it easy, but most times. We don't have it easy. So I would love to hear a little bit more about you.
2: Thank you. So I love what I do and love the fact that I work for myself now. But I started, I majored in advertising and public relations way back in the day at Penn State. And when I graduated, I went to work for Chrysler. Uh, Actually, it was Daimler Chrysler at the time. That's how long ago it was. I started in their call center, worked my way up through informational interviews and volunteering with some of the corporate, we called it the women's forum group, and got myself on the radar for some executives who helped get me into marketing. I was the SRT marketing manager and then the Jeep advertising manager. It was fantastic. The end of 2008, I don't know if anybody remembers towards the end of 2008, but it was right before Chrysler was going to be filing for bankruptcy and everything else. So they had what was called a buyout. They call it mm-hmm. V-Tips, Voluntary Termination Incentive Program. <laughs> and they offered you a check to quit your job. Yeah. So I said, yes, please. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so I, I took the buyout. I was a little bit lost for a couple of weeks. And then I was like, all right. Time to find a new job. And Mm. I ended up as the marketing director at a wholesale insurance firm. So from Jeep to insurance, which was Mm. a lot of fun because I could make so much impact. And I got addicted Mm. to making an impact and a difference. After I got my MBA, I decided to strike out on my own and start my own business trying Mm. to make marketing affordable. Because one thing I realized was that all the agencies I hired and everything, it wasn't affordable.
1: No, And so I
2: started a full service firm where I was working as an outsourced marketing department. So I've got a content writer and designers and everything on my team. And we were doing basically full service marketing for small businesses, solopreneurs, that type of thing. And then I went off and in 2021, I started KendraCorman.com. A business that is focusing on coaching, consulting, and helping people do marketing on their own, but in a focused way that's going to lead to results.
1: You know, one of the things you just said, focused way... And I think that's one of the keys, especially, you know, when you're a solopreneur or a very small business, your marketing has to be focused because you don't have time for everything else. You don't have time to figure it out. So I love that, Kendra, because it's one of those things that doesn't get talked about a lot. You know, we, we know as entrepreneurs, okay, we're supposed to do marketing, we're supposed to do sales, we're supposed to do social media, we're supposed to do this, we're supposed to do that. But no one really tells you how. So I loved the those words, focused actions, because that... That is the key. It's not the amount of action that you take, but it's those strategic. Let me just ask you a question. So, you know, Chrysler is going down. I guess you kind of saw it coming. How did that make you feel? Like you said you felt lost, but was it more than just feeling lost cuz you you'd been there for a while?
2: Yeah, I'd been there almost 10 years and it was actually to be honest with you, I was a little bit lost cuz I had introduced myself for the past 10 years and the past you know the last two or three of it as, "Hi, I'm Kendra Corman, I'm the Jeep advertising manager." That was a pretty impressive title. And when yeah. I didn't have that anymore, it was like, "Who am I?" I'm yeah. just Kendra, and I didn't know who that was at the time. But I did. I found it, and I'm very excited that I did that because I don't know where I would be if I hadn't taken that buyout and separated mm. my identity from. What I did.
1: You know, you said something at the beginning about, you know, if you can remember back then. And I'm at the age now where there's some things that I remember that don't even exist anymore. So if you want a really good laugh, okay, if you want mm-hmm. a really good laugh, go on YouTube and put in rotary phone and teenagers. Yes. They don't know how to use a rotary phone. They can't figure that thing out. It's hilarious watching these movies on, you know, these teenagers trying to use a rotary phone. And then I think, like, man, I'm feeling a little old because yeah
2: I think there's one of them with those old Nokias you know that used to slide up (laughs) I think there's a video with them trying to use that and they're like what is this they couldn't (laughs) figure out how to open it or anything
1: oh yeah it's just you know it's funny at the age I am like there's so there's so much time that has passed, but yet there's so much time to come. And it's it's an interesting stage in life because, you know, the best is yet to come. But I've always ha- I've already had a lot of good on top of it. So just yeah, interesting me too. perspective on, you know, what happens when you kind of hit that middle stage of life. But I want to get into you know, talking about lead magnets. So I'm going to let you loose for a bit. I want you to share and give some, you know, good practical, actionable
2: stuff. And then, and then we'll talk about it. All right. So lead magnets are one of my most favorite things because it's a great way to grow your email list by providing value. That's mm-hmm. the key. The thing you have to remember is that a lead magnet, you're asking for someone's personal information. So yes. you're asking for their email address and usually their first name. I don't usually recommend more than that. But you're asking for their email address and their first name. That is payment for whatever it is that you're providing to them. Yes. And for something to be, I mean, I'd rather pay $5 sometimes than give you my email address, right? So. <laughs> It is very valuable to the person that's giving it to you. So you need to make sure that you're providing value to them Mm -hmm. in exchange for this valuable thing, which is another email in their inbox, right? Yes. And so value is the key with it. And I like to tell people that you need to think about the questions that your audience is struggling with. Usually the questions fall around, what are they trying to achieve? What do they want to achieve now? You may know it's different and that they need to do something else, but they don't want to do that. And people don't pay for what they need. They pay for what they want. Mm -hmm. And that is a big difference. So you have to always be putting yourself in the seat of your audience and thinking about what questions are they asking? And I find that it's really easy to start with questions because we're asked and we answer questions all the time. We're asking questions all the time. We're typing them in the computer inside mm-hmm. of, you know, of Google, of Bing, of YouTube, any different we Amazon. We're, Amazon. Yes, we ask questions all the time. hmm And if you start with questions and you start answering the questions you answer on a regular basis, you can create value from that.
0: Mm, That It's
2: super easy because, and I think a lot of us get caught up in thinking that a lead magnet is something complex and I have to plan it out. It needs to be 30 pages long and no, it can be one page. It can be a checklist. It can be very simple. Mm. One of the things that we forget is we take for granted, and I do, I am guilty of this all the time. We take for granted the level of knowledge we have and Mm. think that other people know what we know and they don't, or that it's easy to find out. What I always, again, recommend is you start with questions. Mm -hmm. Think about where your customers are. And the ones that are asking questions are the ones that are trying to narrow down how Mm -hmm. they're going to fix their problem. So they're already in market. They already have a problem. They already know that they want to fix it. Now they're doing the research to find out a little bit more about if they want to fix it and how they want to fix it, right? Mm -hmm. So they are the easiest ones to target. And so that's what I usually recommend that you start Mm -hmm. with those questions. If they're asking questions around your product, your service, the type of stuff that you do, those are the ones that you can answer. And you're getting what I would call the low hanging fruit, people that are in market. I get told on a regular basis, but there's so many other people that need my services. Mm -hmm. Again, they don't want them yet. So they're a little bit harder to move through the process. Mm -hmm. And so lead magnets don't necessarily work on them as well because they're not looking for you. They're not looking for your services. Their problem isn't big enough. It's not important enough. They might even be unaware that they have a problem. I was just talking to a friend of mine who has a company and they help, I'll call it recycle and repurpose, used computers and servers Mm -hmm. and things like that, IT equipment. And they help do it in a way makes a little, very little impact on the environment and sometimes Mm -hmm. actually gives the company money back. Well, there's a ton of people that need to recycle and reuse their old IT equipment. Yeah. Guess what? It's in a closet. They don't see it on a daily basis. So they're not aware that they have a problem Mm. until that closet door can't be closed anymore because there's too much stuff in it. They don't realize they have a problem and those people aren't looking for their services. True. So you want to start with the people that are looking for your services and asking questions. Questions are my favorite place to start.
1: I love that. I love that. I love that. But you know, when you when you were talking about that, you know, the low hanging fruit, I was thinking about the other people. And I I think that's where social media can play a really great role in those people who who are not the low hanging fruit yet. You know, when you when you get them in and and, you know, you're teaching them and you're training them and you know, you'll say something or you'll do something on social media that goes, huh, don't I have that computer sitting in? And then they go in that closet and they're like, oh, maybe I do have a need. So that you know, that's what I was thinking about when you were talking about, you know, the low hanging fruit, definitely that you're right. The, the lead magnet works on the low hanging fruit. If, if you're answering the question they have, and it mm-hmm. looks like you can give them the value, they will put their e- name and email address in. But that, yep. that was just a thought I had.
2: No, but yeah, social media is just a great other way to reach audiences that you're not normally exposed to that are exposed to your message on a regular basis. They're not yet willing to open their inbox, their email inbox, mm-hmm box to you, which is totally fine, right? Mm. We're good with that. You have to build up that relationship. You have to show them that you provide value. And social media is a great way to start providing them Mm. and yourself with a track record of value for them.
1: Yeah. I like the term it's social proof. You know, when they, especially if someone's checking you out because they come on, they see that, you know, you're active on social media, you know, like for me right now, my preferred one is LinkedIn. That's where all my focus is. So if you check me out on Facebook, it'd be pretty pitiful, but check me out on LinkedIn. And again, it's, it's back to, you know, that amount of time. And I was trying to build out on all of them and I couldn't do it. I couldn't keep the consistency. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to build out on one, make my presence really strong on one. And then maybe in time, you know, focus on the other ones. So
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I find doing one really well, and especially, I mean, with the size of the audiences on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you are, I am confident Mm -hmm. your audience is there. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some new ones. There's Mastodon that's out there and stuff like that. Those are a little bit more focused and a little bit more niche. But if you can do one well and your audience is there, that's way better than, you know, doing the rest of all of them like halfway or a quarter way or even worse which is what I was doing earlier last year (laughs) got an email from a friend of mine she's like hey you're coming to speak to my group I'm like yes I am and she's like okay I just wanted to make sure you're okay because I have I went on your social media site and you haven't posted in three weeks and I'm like yeah I'm totally good I'll be there my word for
1: 2023 is consistency
2: oh I like that one My word for 2023 is no, because I don't use it enough. I like that one. Yes, everything. That's a side topic, but
1: let's explore that for a minute, because I think that's really crucial. Especially, you know, when you look at your sales and you look at your marketing, you can't do everything. And no has to play a part in that, because if you try to do everything in marketing, especially when you're a solopreneur, like when you don't have a marketing team and you're trying to do everything yourself, it's so easy to get distracted by, you know, the shiny objects. Oh, I've got to do this. You know, this company does this, this, this and this. But what you don't know is they've got a team of two or three people to do this, this, this and this and and just do this, this, this and this. Right. And when you're the solopreneur and you're wearing every single hat, you can't do everything.
2: No, you can't. And you have to keep that in mind. I had a VIP day with with a client in um, late 2022. And one of the things we did is we analyzed her target audience. We looked to see where they were active. I mean, she literally as a solopreneur knows exactly who she wants to reach. She has a list of the companies. And we were able to find some of her contacts on LinkedIn. And that's where they were active. That's where we could find them. That's where they were open to her services. And when we identified the fact that she should be spending most of her time on LinkedIn, like you are, she went to a networking meeting. I think it was like a week or two later. And all these people were talking about how great Instagram is for them and that they love it. And it's making such a difference in her business. And she called me from the car and she said, hey, Kendra, I have to tell you this. I just left this meeting. And instead of getting in the car going, oh, my gosh, I got to be on Instagram. How am I going to work in some Instagram? posts this week and neglecting LinkedIn. She goes, I know that LinkedIn is where I need to be. That's where I'm going to focus. And I'm not freaking out that I should be on Instagram. (laughs) But she's like, I would have lost three posts on LinkedIn this week because I would have been focused on trying to figure out how to get on LinkedIn or on Instagram. And that's really where it is. It ends up different outlets cost Mm -hmm. us. It's not everything is free and time is finite. You know, the word that was coming to mind when you're talking is traction. Traction. You know, when
1: you're going from one thing to the next thing, to the next thing, you don't gain traction in any of them.
2: No, you don't. And I'm a big fan of trying something for 30, 60, 90 days usually. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to test something, you really, to be able to see if there's any result, 90 yeah. days is really what you need to prove whether or not it's going to work. And if you yeah. can do, using your word of the year, can you can do that consistently. That is huge.
1: Yeah, and I think that's I think that's what happens a lot of times nowadays is we don't do something long enough to see if it will truly work. You know, we try it two or three times. Oh, we didn't get any results. You know, like I do these podcast recordings live on LinkedIn and I don't get a lot of viewers and it goes out on YouTube and I don't get any viewers. But the goal is not necessarily the viewers. The goal is to have a consistency in content. You know, having LinkedIn go, ooh, shit. She's doing lives with us. She's on video. She's doing all these right actions. So they're going to reward me with having more people see my stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep,
2: they are. And especially when you're doing things native to the platform. LinkedIn likes videos that are inside LinkedIn Mm -hmm. because they don't want necessarily to be clicking off and having people leave the platform. All of the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Google, make money off the ads. That they're serving inside the platform. So the longer you'll stay in the platform and the longer you can keep people in the platform, the better off you are.
1: Yeah. So let's bring this back around to lead magnets because we we sidetracked, but I think it was a really good sidetrack. So, you know what, I'm going to let you share share some more because I can't
2: remember what I was going to say. I'll give you one of my favorite websites to look up questions because I said one of the best things to do is to look up questions. Mm So if you haven't been on answerthepublic.com, I strongly recommend that you try it out. So you go to answerthepublic.com and I think you only get one try a day now. And it was recently acquired by a big marketing guru, but you can still use it for free. I use it for free. Type in a two to three word phrase. You mm. can type in email marketing. You could type in coffee. You could type in whatever it is that your business is about. and You will get a ton of questions that people People are searching on Google. Mm. So make sure you pick the United States, not Great Britain. It used to default to the UK. Now I think it defaults back to the US. If you type in your two to three word phrase, they will give you all of the questions that people are asking Mm. about it. And you can go as big or as small as you want to, but it will give you... Comparison terms that people are doing, how, who, what, where, when, how, why questions mm-hmm. uh, versus questions, anything under the sun with that topic, it is a treasure trove of information. My other favorite is the people also ask section inside Google. So if you Google something and you scroll down, you'll see that box of questions that drop down and give you like Mm -hmm. quick little snippet answers. If you keep hitting those down arrows, you'll get more and more questions. Google has found related to the questions that you typed in that other people are finding value with. And so it is a they'll tell you exactly what people want to know. (laughs) <laughs> and that's all you have to provide them.
1: Oh, I love it. Because, you know, we were you were talking before about, you know, how your lead magnets don't need to be difficult.
2: No, simple is better. You want people to have quick wins. And it was funny because I thought everybody knew about Answer the Public. And I think I have a conversation with people two to three times a week that they'd never heard of it. I hadn't. Or if they've heard of it, it's very interesting because if they've actually heard of it, sometimes I'm like, oh, I haven't been on that in a long time. I should probably check it out again. Mm-hmm. So we take for granted a lot of what we know and what we do on a regular basis. Other people mm-hmm. aren't thinking the way we do because they don't do what we do. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things
1: that like, I just put a post on LinkedIn today about imposter syndrome and I defined what an expert is to me because okay. sometimes I think people are like, well, I don't, I don't know enough to make a lead magnet, right? Like I'm, I i do not know enough, but see, here's, here's my definition of an expert an expert is someone who knows more than the person that they're trying to teach and train. Exactly. Because to that person they're trying to teach and train, that other person is the expert.
2: I think it's it's a very small amount that you have to know more than your audience mm. to add value to them. Yeah. I think it's like 10% or something like that. And you will be adding value to them and giving them tools and information yeah. that they can take and benefit from. And
1: sometimes it's the easiest questions, but you don't know what you don't know. Like, I remember when I was writing my first book, there was so much I did not know. And I didn't have money, you know, two, $3,000 for courses, right? So I would Google what I could find for free. You know, I'd buy those 5 and $10 courses that answered one question, barely, but enough to get me started, right? And that, and that's how I did it. But, you know, if, if someone came who even knew, you know, something about one thing, I mean, that person in my eyes, oh, you know that? Like, you'd be, you're the expert, man. I need your help, right? Because yeah. when you don't know, the person who does is the expert. Yep.
2: Yeah, and it's surprise again, we take so much for granted, so mm-hmm. much for granted that we really need to take a minute and think about it really. Mm-hmm. Does everybody really know about this? Probably not. Yeah. So go ahead yeah. and share your knowledge with them. Mm-hmm. And again, if it's got a certain level of value, make a lead magnet out of it and charge them for it with the greenmail address so that you can continuously talk to them. Yeah.
1: So we never got into this part of the topic.
2: So What types of things make the best lead magnets? I always tell people it depends on your audience and it depends on you. So I work with a lot of people that are camera shy. So a video lead magnet or mini course is not going to be the right solution for them. I get a lot of people that I don't like the sound of my voice. You know, those types of things. Think about what type of content you want to provide. And then that's the content that you can use. The easiest is a PDF the easiest mm-hmm. is a checklist. Something along those lines. You, you can design them so easily in Canva. But yeah. a one-page PDF is really all you need to get somebody on the right path and mm-hmm. get somebody thinking about things just a little bit differently. People love how-to guides and they yeah. like checklists. Checklists I think are one of one of the bi- the biggest ones out there because mm-hmm. Well, I want to know that you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. How-to guides are a great second. And then, again, answering questions. So I get a question all the time that says, you know, well, I don't have any more ideas. Well, I've got ways for you to get ideas, like answer the public, like Google's people, uh, questions people ask. Those types of things really help people and give them the tools that they're just not thinking about. And so, yeah. again, a nice, easy PDF is really all you need. Yeah.
1: And if you're a writer, even like a small little book, and a small book, you know, 10 pages or less, right? That's if you're a writer. If you're not a writer, 10 pages seems pretty intimidating. But if you like to write, 10 pages is pretty interesting. I actually challenged myself once to write an entire book in a weekend. And I think the book came out to about 30, 40 pages in a weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, I was so proud. of it. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I actually published it because I thought that is so neat. That's a good book. I'm going to publish that thing.
2: <laughs> oh, that's good. I definitely set a timer. I'm a big fan. I have my little time timer here. I do a lot of Pomodoros. So Mm -hmm. you can see that I have it here. But I'm a big fan of setting a timer and brainstorm a list of of content that you can provide to people that will add value. Brainstorm, you know, a list of the titles that you're going to use. You can, you know, again, set 10 minute timers, 15 minute timers, whatever it takes, and then how you can answer those questions. And then go ahead, pick your favorite and then start just building it out. Set another timer Mm -hmm. for, half an hour and see how far you get. It's Mm -hmm. pretty amazing because again, it's something that you're doing on a regular basis that you're probably taking for granted that you can give to somebody. I'm actually working right now on one of my lead magnets. I've got a What's called a tripwire that comes after it. So it's something that I'm going to charge a little bit of money for. But the idea is to give people swipe files that they can just copy and paste and put into their emails and fill in the blanks. Swipe files are another one that people really like because they yeah. need those ideas to start thinking. But yeah, I mean, it just, you just sit down, set a timer, mm-hmm. start writing it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
1: So we are just about out of time there, Kendra. I can't believe that 30 minutes are gone already. It's been such an enjoyable conversation.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I've loved being here. I love talking about lead magnets. I can talk about them all day. So Kendra, if people
1: have been listening and they're like, I need to connect with Kendra because they want to find out more. How can they connect with you? And do you have a lead magnet that you're giving away?
2: I do. I actually have quite a few lead magnets. But if you go to KendraCorman.com forward slash five, the number five hacks, you can get my five secrets to generating content ideas easier. So it'll give you some information and some pictures related to the answer of the public and how to search on there. Google's people also ask questions and couple of other really good sources like Amazon how to leverage the information that they have there so that you can come up with a unlimited list of content ideas to be sharing on social media writing lead magnets and creating blog posts and anything else you want to create.
1: Well thank you so much this has been Kim Thompson Pinder and Kendra Corman on the author to Authority podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode please share it out. If you know someone that needs to have a lead magnet in their business,